Konnichiwa. Welcome to Slide, the Avalanche podcast. This is episode six, recorded on Thursday, December 22nd, year 2016 of the Common Era. Coming to you this week from my casita next to the overflow parking lot at Sugaike Kogen, Otari, Nagano, Japan. I'll be posted up here for the next eight weeks or so doing some avalanche control and forecasting. The quality of this podcast will likely be inversely proportional to the quality of the skiing, so at least one of us is always a winner. Last week on Slide, I micro-ranted on Avi education. Get it. No excuses. We are light years beyond the days when level one and two were your only options. And last week, we also started riffing on situational awareness. This week, I've got a rant of the pack. A lot of close calls in North America lately, and Europe has surface whore issues that will likely see action with the new snow they just received or have inbound, depending on what part of the Alps you're in. You can count on me not to sugarcoat the message. Japan is having gerain issues, but don't you worry about us. We'll be just fine. Nothing to see here. I got a whiff of gear for you, and we will dig deeper into situational awareness. Story time is cut short this week. I just traveled for 28 hours, and I'm getting less rest than a Santa at Walmart, so cut me a little slack, por favor. Daddy needs a nap. Now that I promised to shortchange you, if you're still interested... Please subscribe to Slide the Avalanche podcast on iTunes or Android. And away we go. I'm not sure if this is a micro rant or a state of the pack. So I'm going to roll with the pack rant. Has a nice ring to it. I was talking with Ashley from the podcast The Sharp End this morning. And she was concerned with the recent spate of skier triggered avalanches in North America. You can check out our conversation at her podcast, The Sharp End. The episode should be out soon. I sensed that Ashley really wanted to grab all the backcountry skiers and shake them a little bit and encourage them to chill out. She said she kind of wanted to scare folk, to get them to pay attention to the persistent slab hazards that lie across much of the land. I don't want to front on her turf, but I'll jump on that bandwagon a bit and give you all a little... Shaky, shaky. I told Ashley that I was surprised no one in America died in an avalanche last weekend. Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, and southern Montana are all reporting persistent slab problems. That means there is a layer of buried snow that is weak or cohesionless, and there are strong cohesive slabs of snow on top of the weak layer. The snowpack is structurally primed for avalanching. Combine this with the early season hordes just dying to get out and make some turns. Slap it on a place with a high density of competitive backcountry skiers like Salt Lake, Jackson, or Bozeman, and the math is pretty simple. Somebody is going to get hit. I think we got lucky last weekend. If you say different, I say you are wrong. Strong surface slabs may support a lot of poking and prodding and slashing and burning. But poke in the wrong spot, and your world collapses into a maelstrom of churning and surging debris. That powder you just had to have is now ramming its way down your throat 
as the flow breaks you over the rocks at the base of the early season snowpack. How does that taste? Dramatic? Yeah, it is. The kind of drama we can do without. If you can't wait for the right time, or choose a safer line, or accept that surfing in a minefield is a bad idea, you are a victim waiting to happen. If you like the low-hanging fruit that everyone is gunning for right after a storm, if you lack patience and humility and respect for the mountains, you are a victim waiting to happen. Maybe you'll get lucky all your life. Lots of people do. Maybe you won't. Is it worth the risk? Nobody dies doing what they love. They die begging for one more chance at life. So, on that note, I encourage you to abandon your selfish inner child and embrace the challenges of life on the snow. Listen to Sir Mick. Show some respect for the mountains. They're not your toys. Or just go to a ski area until things settle down. Or go bowling. How hard could that be? Alright, I got a whiff of gear here for ya. G3 has a new climbing skin out called the Scala. No doubt named after the legendary Milanese Opera House, haunt of many a shredding tenor. They describe it as an advanced skin, meaning that it is designed for people that go backcountry skiing a lot. The Scala has a kinky urethane tip section that connects to the standard plush. The idea is to give you more grip when the tip of a ski is engaged in firm conditions, including lateral grip, which is nice. Regardless of whether the Scala lives up to the hype, it's great to see a company trying to push the technology of climbing skins. I have some kind of deep brainstem fear of skinning on steep, firm conditions. So anything that improves my grip on the hard is welcome. Nice work, folks. Rack up. R-A-K-K-U-P, the maker of a popular climbing guidebook mobile application, is expanding into the backcountry skiing guidebook mobile application business. I guess that would be a guide app. They integrate mapping and photo imagery with route data and put it in the palm of your hand. As development progresses, Rackup plans to add real-time hazard forecast data that will overlay the mapping data. Did you copy that? They want to overlay current elevation, aspect, and slope angle-specific danger ratings on mapping and photo imagery. Brilliant or terrifying? You make the call. Regardless, congrats to them for thinking outside the box. It really is a slick little app. They currently have coverage for California's East Sierra and Teton Pass with more regions coming soon. No doubt the locals are warming up their pitchforks and botnets as we speak. That's rack up. Not to be confused with stick up or hiccup. <laughs> and now it's time for some meaty bits. Last week we started discussing situational awareness the process we use, or don't, 
to make sense of the dynamic world around us and guide our decisions and actions. Situational awareness is three phase, observation, integration, and projection. In the observation phase, you're gathering information. In the integration phase, you process that information with respect to what you already believe. And in the projection phase, you imagine how things might play out in the future. We noted that failures in situational awareness usually occur in the observational phase. For example, you didn't see the evidence of recent avalanching. You misheard some instructions. Or environmental or personal factors interfered with your ability to be a keen and diligent observer. Having an observations plan that attempts to reduce uncertainty and prioritizes what you want to know will radically improve your situational awareness. Every single day I go out, I want to know if there was any recent avalanching. So I am constantly scanning for evidence in the form of crowns and debris. Before you head out, think about what you want to know that will help you make the day's big decisions. Phase two, integration, is where we dump the observations into our mental model and shake it up a little bit. The mental model is our understanding of the situation or problem at hand. I have a mental model that describes storm slab instabilities. If that's what I'm rolling with for the day, I'll take my observations and compare them with the expectations derived from my model. Witnessing storm slab activity tends to confirm that I chose the right model to guide my actions. Strong wind or avalanches releasing below the storm snow would cause me to question whether I'm using the right model, whether I get what's going on. If my observations clash with my expectations, that is a warning cry. Anything in avalanche country that surprises me gets a big hairy eyeball and a scowl of deep disdain. I hate surprises. They always make me take a step back. If we are surprised, we did not get what was going down. We were confused by definition. Integration is the last chance to reassess or refine our beliefs before we base decisions and action on them. It can be intuitive and based on pattern recognition or analytical and based on reflection. I'll have an intuitive response to observing wind transport and adjust my expectations to include fresh wind slab, leave ridgelines and terrain features. But if you're not supplementing your instincts with analysis, you better be damn good or damn lucky. Without a pause for reassessment, you have to get it right the first time, every time. I purposefully reflect on my awareness at regular intervals, over coffee, on the road, at the trailhead, anytime I pause to tweak my gear. Might I be misunderstanding the situation, relying on weak, wishful, or inaccurate explanations of the world around me? How strong is my story? Is it affected by bias or other brain traps? Failure to reassess increases the odds that you will fail to capture change or error. 
that fault will propagate through your cycle and corrupt your decisions and action. Dirty propagating fault. The integration phase is compromised by all the same things that muck up the observation phase. Stress, haste, discomfort, distraction, etc. Physical and mental well-being support integration, just like they support observation. Communication is a huge asset to integration. Provided we don't tour with dolts or fools, we can use communication to magnify the power of our reassessment. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Are we just kidding ourselves here? Did you see the size of that chicken? Just like you can make a plan for observations, you can make a reassessment plan to support your integration phase. One, apply some skepticism to your beliefs. Pretend you've got it all wrong and try to figure out where you failed. If the story sounds plausible, that's a red flag. Two, take another look at the big picture by reviewing your goals and priorities. Do you really need to hit that line? How important is that? Goals and priorities can drift when not tended properly. Three, flip those couch cushions and check for change, man. Because such as it has always been does not mean thus shall it ever be. Four, what is missing? Thou shalt embrace and respect uncertainty. That's the short and skinny on phase two, integration. What we've come up with so far on situational awareness is that having a plan for making observations and having a plan for reassessing your beliefs will make better, safe, happy, fun time. Preparation supports safety. Go figure. Hey, it's store time, time. Not a whole lot to report on this week. I like to keep the drama out of my skin, usually. We got a bunch of new snow in Silverton, more than two and a half inches of water weight falling on a pack that was mostly facets or wind slab. That's almost a meter of new snow on a weak foundation. The avalanche bulletins were all screaming danger and warning and horsemen of the apocalypse. So I went skiing by myself. Seriously, avoiding avalanche terrain is not rocket surgery. So that's what I did. I found a nice shot below treeline without any avalanche exposure and shrouped it up. The next day I had a partner, so we upped it a little bit, but not too much. We skied a line that had avalanche exposure, but it was avoidable. So we did. No problem. As it turned out, the sky was not falling. I spent a lot of time dwelling on how complex avalanche challenges are. But there's a very simple recipe for reducing that complexity. You select appropriate terrain for the conditions. Mystery solved.
that's a wrap for this week. Next week's show should be a little longer. We'll round out situational awareness and tell some tales. I'll see what kind of trouble I can get into around here and let y'all know. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to Slide the Avalanche Podcast. If you did not enjoy the show, please subscribe to Slide the Avalanche Podcast. As always, your feedback is encouraged, and the music is by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech. Emotional support this week provided by the Avalanche Review and Hakaba Mountain Life. To all y'all out there keeping it real, thank you. Pray for snow.